When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Well, we're doing uh, we're doing well. We're doing actually very well, uh, better than you probably. But it's uh, you know as good as can be expected in a country full of radical left socialists and sleepy Joe Bidens and Hunter Biden. How about Hunter Biden? What a, what a beauty that is. So yeah, well. Uh, we're doing as well as possible. We're very strong. We're very tough. And uh, it's very sad where we're at in our country. But we do the podcast because quitting is for radical left <laughs> losers, not for strong Trump conservatives. Now, I wanted to let you know, um, today is National Vitamin C Day. It's a pretty corny national holiday what are your what's what's your thoughts on that oh you know what obviously vitamins with c cups are very insecure and they're like can we have a day sir and uh, meanwhile you know you never hear vitamin double d going can we have a day can we have a plate no they just they know they got it and uh you know i like to often I'll have a nice F cup of orange juice in the morning with a <laughs> tasteful double D vitamin. So uh, I don't really support, you know, vitamin C day. That's so weak. It also is national library week. And you did on the perfect 10 episode briefly talk about your presidential library taking place in Tampa between two strip clubs. Are there any updates on that library since we, we brought it up last time? Well, we had to, we've, we've announced that unfortunately we hired a construction company who didn't quite share the appropriate vision. You know, they made it very sort of a very thin library. And I said, we're going to need a lot more girth and a lot more girth to this presidential library because it should be almost, it should almost be touching the walls of the two strip clubs next to it. <laughs> And right now it looks like it's like sort of like a little needle lost amidst these two big strip clubs. So I said, we need more girth on the presidential library. So we are going through a construction process called uh, presidential uh, library enlargement. (laughs) And do you think you'll be ready for next year's national library week or will it be done earlier? Uh, well, that's a, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, 
you know, we, we really wanted to be ready for if I make an announcement about running in 2024, we'd like to make that announcement. If we make an announcement, we're not saying mm-hmm. we are, but we'd like to make it from the presidential library and then have after parties at the two strip clubs. I gotcha. And I don't want to mention library week tonight because a lot of those women, they're not, they're not very into books. And, you know, we try to be, you know, the left is always inclusive, but they never talk about, they never talk about ignorant, stupid people who hate books. They never sort of are welcoming an inclusive, inclusive, right? This is what they, what about diversity for people who hate reading and love racial slurs? No, no, there's not a lot of inclusive, no diversity for that. It's total hypocrisy, but a radical left. Well, good luck on enlarging your library. I hope it comes out as big as you you wish it. Uh, you know, I just they sometimes say when you enlarge the library, like some of the books lose sensitivity. <laughs> I never heard of that before. Well, you don't know library science. <laughs> Ever heard this? They can actually librarians. Do you know they get degrees in library science? I did not know that. And what a what a what a sad science that is. Oh, how do you? I'd like to study the science of index cards and being boring. I was going to say that must be the most boring, boring classes that you have to take in order to get that degree. Uh, we're going to have the Doomy Decimal System in uh, the Trump Library, which is a lot more exciting than the Dewey Decimal System, which is named after Dewey. Not a lot of people know that, but it's uh, it's true. And what about Huey and Louie? Have you ever thought about Huey and Louie? And what about Huey Lewis and the fake news? You know, there's a, and they, they focus on Dewey. You know, it was Mountain Dewey. How about that? How about that? The Mountain Dewey decimal system. That's what we're going to have. That's what we're going to have. It's going to be beautiful. Very inclusive. Very pro-inclusive. Now, Mr. President, I was wondering if you saw the Grammys last night. They were on TV. I know Kanye did not perform. I, I think the, the Grammy said they would not let Kanye perform, if I'm correct. Well, it's worse than slavery, what they're doing to Kanye. So we support Kanye. We stand with Kanye. I think that, uh, you know, I don't like to watch too many of these Hollywood shows. They usually spit a very radical left. But I, met, I was flipping channels and caught about three hours of the Grammys. Oh, and just three hours. And then, you know, just like barely any of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was, I have to admit, I didn't, you know, I don't like Trevor Noah. Okay. You know, and he's a, you know, very, at least John Stewart was left, but I could respect him. But Trevor Noah is just so, no other way to say, so black and left. And it's just a very bad combination. So we don't support him. But after him, I thought that most of the artists, they didn't do the usual. Like the, you ever know, I think the Oscars are like the, the most political people. You know, they want to matter. Whereas the music people, oh, Tiffany's door dash is here. Okay, now I can close the door. <laughs> strongly. Uh, you should see, I mean, when she gets, when, she, when that door dash arrives, she just gets on all fours and just goes sprinting for the door. But uh I think the the uh, the Oscars are the most political and the most useless. Whereas the musicians didn't do too much politics in what I caught. Like I said, I only caught about three hours and twenty minutes. So, uh, but I thought you know there's some talent, and 
the thing that disturbed me the most though was you know it's Billie Eilish. Yes, I know who Billie Eilish is. Singer. A uh, singer, yes, very depressing sort of um, but she's got a great rack and she was wearing a baggy t-shirt last night and I said now they've gone too far whatever happened to remember sex drugs and rock and roll I do now it's baggy t-shirts uh gospel choirs and Trevor Noah which is a lot worse than sex drugs and rock and roll so I would you know I would just encourage Billy Billy Eilish to maybe you know maybe just support some of our smaller t-shirt and dress wear makers in America support our whore clothing industries. So are you a fan of her music at all? Oh, she does, she does music. She's a singer. We, we, yes, we said that before. Oh, I don't know her music. I just know that I saw some TikToks of her and she's got a lot of bounce, if you know what I mean. And I'm talking about bouncy breasts <laughs> and she's legal, by the way, she is legal. We, made, we did a very strong search of, uh, of her birthday, and it turns out uh, legal in all 50 states. So you're not going to get me on that one, tech stuff. Well, I know there were um, <clears throat> some big winners last night. Louis C.K. won, I think, Album of the Year for, for Comedy Album of the Year. Some people were um, not very happy with it, with the allegations that were made against well, him. I'm not ha- excuse me, I'm not happy with it, you know. I've often said this. Remember, I said this about Brett Rage and Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. I don't respect weak sexual assault, and the, and Brett Kavanaugh, I thought was the weakest. Couldn't even couldn't even fully destroy a high school girl. He lost that one like a dog. But uh, he did. You know, he didn't have the power of the dog. He had the power of a weak dog. Okay, that's a little Oscar talk, but. Even a step below that is Louis C.K., big, big, and I think he's part Mexican, so it's almost in his DNA to do rape. And instead, what did he do? What did he do? He just said, you can't leave. I have to masturbate. Please stay there and watch me. How weak is that? How weak is that? So I don't, I would, I would have protested his women. I mean, no, I don't do cancel culture, but some things are too important. And when you get a guy who can't even do a full sexual assault winning awards, it's a uh, it's a real up point for the so-called Grammys. So that's the only thing cancelable if someone. I know doesn't... if you say something nasty about me on Truth Social, you'll be canceled okay. like a dog. Have you joined Truth Social yet? I'm still waiting to be approved. Uh, we'll see about that. That's what the last couple of tech stuff guys said as well, that they were, they were still waiting. So I mean, maybe you need to talk to your boss at the tech stuff place. So he's, you know, angered somebody uh, high up at Trisha. Some people online who are really into the review apps and Silicon Valley. You know, it's a good app. You know what? It's a good app. Underrated. What? The spinach and artichoke dip at Applebee's, which makes <laughs> sense because they have app in their name, but You'd think it wouldn't be that great because it's just sort of a, you know, regular stupid American place, you know, where like my supporters like to, you know, go for it. They'll be like, we're going out for a delicious steak at Applebee's. Uh, you low class son of a gun. But uh, they actually have a very, a very passable spinach and artichoke dip. And they give you the, 
the diversity chips. Yeah, they get those chips with the blue, the red, the white. Like they, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of patriotic, but I think it's also trying to be sort of diversity in my mouth, which I don't like. What was the highlight of your evening for the Grammys? What What did you enjoy the most? Oh, well, Carrie Underwood, a great country singer with a pair of legs that look like they could, you know, if 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 she wants to get pregnant, I don't think you're pulling out if she locks those. Those legs around you, and uh, I will order. You know, I would absolutely, I would pretend. I'd be like, no, no, I don't want that, and I'd be like, oh, I want it. And uh, so I would say, Carrie Underwood's legs were the okay. highlight of the uh, of the Grammys. Song was terrible, but uh, you know, she looks like a like a fit. You know, like one of those fitness women, but without like the sort of muscles and Adam's apple. How about, I don't know who this person is, but uh, she cleaned up allegedly. Olivia Rodrigo. Are you a fan? Do you know who she is? This is the first time I've heard of her reading her name, winning so many awards. I don't know. Well, no, one, time, I, one time I walked in on uh, Melanoma's son. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Bartholomew? Who's that? Who? Baron. No, you don't even know. You don't even Martin. know. You don't, oh, boy. So I walk in. This is unbelievable. On Brian? <laughs> so anyway, I walk in on Melanoma's son, Bezelbub. And I saw he was looking at this Olivia Rodrigo on his computer. And it looked like he was masturbating. And I said, what the hell are you doing? And he said, get out of here, Dad. And I go, okay, this kid's obviously lost his mind. He thinks I'm his dad. He's (laughs) masturbating to a woman who looks so young that even Jeff Epstein would have asked her for, you know, to wait a year. And then all of a sudden I see this name pop up during the Grammys. And I said to, uh, to Myanmar, I said, that's your son's spank bank. <laughs> and she said, what the spank bank? I got no, no. Spank bank is not where you get money, darling. Sorry. Too stupid. Not another language. Uh, but apparently she's like some sort of 16-year-old singer. A big song is about getting a driver's license because I guess she's too poor to afford a driver. And, uh, yeah, no, I think Barton was very Bar- – Barton, who you may know as Melanoma's nephew, uh, he was uh, very excited. He was almost Mike Pence level excited oh, wow. for, for uh, Olivia Oscar Rodrigo. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> I think her name is Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo <laughs> uh, Suave. <laughs> There's also another big winner at the Grammys. Uh, the group Mike, Silk. Mike, big winner. <laughs> big winner. <laughs> Mike Pence, everybody. Silk Sonic? Never heard of them either. Uh, well, they were the two sort of caramel colored midgets, Bruno Mars and some other guy with the Nike Turner wig, uh, which we respect. But uh, no, it was, it's, it was a, uh, I don't like their music. I don't like that soulful kind of, 
you know, hey, baby, you want to get it on? No, you don't. That's obviously about Tiffany. She obviously didn't like the order that she got. <laughs> Tiffany, shut up. So it was, uh, you must have enjoyed it since you watched three hours and 20 minutes of it, though. No, obviously you're not listening, and I'm not enjoying this, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what we did was, it's called... For, you ever channel surf? No, you probably can't. You, you probably can't afford a vacation near the ocean, and you probably can't even afford to channel surf. But I was just flipping by, looking for programs, and ended up watching. You know, oh well, I, I guess I'll catch a couple of minutes here, and then you know, the end of the evening, you watch three, three and a half hours. Well, Mr. President, we're going to get right back to this, but I want to first talk about our sponsor of today's episode and it's betonline.ag college basketball the finals is on tonight for the men's final it's north carolina versus kansas who are you picking north carolina or kansas the one seed or the or i think it's the the eight seed or the the eight or a ten uh north carolina is an eight seed uh which is incidentally how many i've had to take to plan parenthood but the <laughs> I would say I was rooting for Duke lacrosse, uh, you know, for the tournament. And I was very disappointed that North Carolina defeated them. But if I have to go with who's going to win, it's very simple. North Carolina is from a Trump state, but it's a sort of purple Trump state. Kansas is a very red Trump state, very conservative, very Christian, very strong pro-Trump values. So I think Kansas is going to win very powerfully tonight now we'll know you know when most of the people get this episode they already know who won right. but don't know that i predicted very uh very correctly well i use betonline.ag and i bet north carolina to win tonight money line so let's hope north carolina wins i'm sorry we're going against each other here mr president i don't believe that you're sorry okay did you bet on the women's national championship? Because the South Carolina Gamecocks won the women's national no, but, championship. No, I didn't. I don't bet on women's sports. I don't think women should play sports. But <laughs> I will tell you who did bet on the Gamecocks. Big game, Mike Pence. <laughs> he didn't even know what it was. He just he saw betonline.ag up on my strong computer. And he just, he emptied his, well, he emptied more than his wallet. But he just said, Gamecocks, sir. And just made a fortune betting on the Gamecocks. And you should have seen how disappointed he was when all he got was money. <laughs> well, you know, Peter, you should have seen it. He was actually tapping into betonline.ag, trying to get the customer service to say, uh, I was promised some gay cocks. And I said, <laughs> no, Mike, that's not what you got. You, got, you just you won your bet. Congratulations. Uh, he wanted gay cocks, but it's the game cocks. He totally misunderstood everything. But if you're looking to wager on any basketball, football's coming up in a few months, basketball for the NBA, 
And baseball's right around the corner. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or on your mobile device and sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with player props and great contests throughout the year. Your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. That's right. So you have sports betting plus poker, blackjack, roulette, craps. You have everything right there at betonline.ag. It's super easy to get started. So join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all the popular sports and games. You have casino games and sports. The best spot to bet online is betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, uh, Kintanji Brown Jackson, there are three GOP senators in support of her. And that is Collins. Let me, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, me yeah. let me guess who these tools okay. are. Shaky Susan Collins. And and this is this is breaking news that just came out, Mr. President. So let's see if right. you can so guess. Shaky, shaky Susan Collins was supporting her a couple of days ago, which was not a surprise. Uh, she's very weak. Uh, I'm going to go with... Alaska's worst senator in history, Lisa Piece of Shit Murkowski. That's correct. And can you guess the third? Well, the third, I, I'm leaving the worst for last because this is somebody who begged me like a dog for a job when I got elected president and then voted with the Democrats not once, but twice for two impeachment hoaxes. I'm going to go with the moron Mormon, Mitt. <laughs> Bitch, Romney. That is correct. What are your thoughts on this? These three. Well, Origami Jackson Brown is a radical left, probably racist, to be honest, probably a racist justice. I don't even like to call her justice. I, I call her an injustice. Injustice Brown Jackson is probably racist, very against conservative values, and wants to turn our kids into prey. Not prey. No, she wants to ban prayer. She'll ban prayer, but she wants our kids to be prey. You know that you know there's a difference. Yes. We want our kids in the Trump party, we want our kids to pray. It's good. Hello, God. Thank you. Whereas <laughs> what Karate Kid Jackson once is for kids to be prey from sexual predators. And that's what they're putting on the Supreme Court. So it's, a, it's, it's I think, the lowest moment in the history of our Supreme Court. She wants children to get molested by child molesters. That's what you're saying. And maybe even worse. I don't know if she, she, she flat out just came out and said that she wants children to be prey and get molested. No, no, no. Tech stuff. Nobody ever says that. They don't say that. No, what they say is, hello, 
I'm Mount Kilimanjaro, Brown Jackson. <laughs> and I think that when somebody does the worst crime on earth, maybe they should just get probation and a free sub from Subway. How about that? How about we give them, you know, we, uh, Jared Fogel, come here, get your sub from Subway and go say hi to more kids. We're letting you out of jail. We don't need to punish you. So she's sending signals. It's not, she can't say, oh, I like Chester the molester because I'm a koala bear Jackson and I want you to, you know, no, she can't say that. Okay. Instead, she says codes. You know, she talks of sympathy and all sorts of other disgusting things. And that's what you get. You get... You just, I, I, I can't believe I have to explain this to a tech stuff guy. It doesn't, you know, with all the tech you're dealing with, you see there's a lot of Chesters doing molesters. Um, not on Truth Social, though. How about that? Funny that they don't promote Truth Social, even though we have a strong anti-molester policy. That's, that's actually why uh, Coffee Cup Jackson won't be on Truth Social. Because we have a very strong policy. Mr. President, do you know GOP Rep. Lisa McLean? Uh, I think she's a talented person. I think she's somebody. Uh, yeah, no, we like her and we like her a lot. She's one of our one of our great people. Why do you ask? Well, this past weekend, she gave credit to you for oh, finding nice. and killing Osama bin Laden. Well, sure. But, but you didn't. Oh, no. Okay. It was our great SEAL team. I didn't actually go when you, pre- excuse me, tech stuff. When you, pre- let me explain this to you very simply. Okay. Because maybe you went to a critical race theory school and they didn't teach you real history. When you're the president, they don't let you go fight. They don't let you go fight, but you can order the fights. You look at the strategy, you make the strong decisions, and you're the one who gets credit because you made the decisions and made the strategy. So, no, I didn't shoot bin Laden myself, although I heard that his last words were, as long as it's not Trump, (laughs) uh, because he was shaking his boots, crying like a dog. Uh, But, no, we... uh, I don't see the pro- I don't I don't understand why you're trying to all of a sudden turn a great podcast into fake tech stuff news. Okay. What are your thoughts on Madison Cawthorn? We talked briefly about him, which I've never have you ever met a man named Madison? Uh, it was James Madison, one of our founding fathers who had many slaves. But that's James is his first name. Matt Madison is his first name. Well, maybe his friends probably called him Madison. Right, but I'm saying his 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 first name, and then maybe not nickname, but it, you know any other man whose name is Madison? Every Madison I've ever met in my life was a female named Madison. Well, now that you mention it, uh, you may have actually made a point, tech stuff. Hmm. And what is your point? To tear down one of our greatest conservative patriots? Well, he was on a podcast and he claimed not this podcast. And I have no, to not this. About, no. Why don't you, excuse me. Yes. Why don't you do your job and book us Madison? <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
I will do my best. But he claimed on this podcast that he has been getting calls from people in the GOP to go to orgies and drug-fueled parties. And then when all this came to light and he was being slammed for it, he then blamed it on the Democrats, which doesn't make sense since he said it. So I just want to know what your thoughts are on him and what he said. Madison is a bright young guy, uh, very talented, very handsome, but almost as handsome as me. And he was sharing a fun story that the radical left Radical left news media decided to turn it into a, oh, look, at this is so horrible. Isn't this horrible? This is not, no, it's not horrible. It's called love. It's called great love. And to be honest, Roger Stone's wife has nothing but the nicest things to say about Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> okay. But what he said and then he blames it on the Democrats. How does that make sense? No, it's it's called spin. He said the story. He told the truth. Truth, Sasha. And <laughs> all of a sudden, the radical left news media turned it into some gotcha story. No, it was not a gotcha story. It was actually a very nice, you know, because as you know, Madison Cawthorn is in a wheelchair, very tragically. And Roger Stone's wife is so nice. She's such a nice person that what she did for Madison at this party, because she knew he was new to these parties. And we talked a little bit about this on the Perfect Ten episode, which obviously is a great plug for people to join our Patreon. But she she said, you wait here, honey. And she made him feel very at home. And then she proceeded to have sex with 250 men, which is 150 more than she normally does on a Friday. Because <laughs> she said she wanted to be extra, extra spacious, for Madison and Madison said I appreciate that but I don't think and she then said no no it's okay and she proceeded to spread her legs and she actually fucked one of the wheels of Madison Cawthorn's which she actually was able to get the full not the front wheels by the way which are the little I'm talking the big wheels big rear wheels <laughs> I'm, I'm getting emotional because it's, it was such a sweet you know you see, you see this saintly woman, Roger Stone's wife, and she's a she's a saint on earth. And you know, as as the two hundred and fifty other gentlemen were leaving the house at four a.m., uh, she was still there, and she was getting uh, drilled by the rear wheel of Madison Cawthorn's wheelchair. And it was a very beautiful sight. It was. A, it actually almost made me tear up because I thought it was so sweet. Electric wheelchair or manual wheelchair? It's manual. <laughs> and then you know, you the, you, but he put the brake on so it wouldn't kind of roll around. So it would just have sort of in and out force. You know, you have to respect Roger Stone's wife. She's being generous. You don't, you don't ah. leave the wheel with the brake off. Okay, we're not monsters. And I thought it was just so beautiful what she did for him. <laughs> and uh, he was very appreciative. And then the fake news wants to turn this story. And when, of course she was doing cocaine. They were all doing cocaine. You think you can have sex with 250 men and a wheelchair in one night and not need a little bit of, you know, party powder, as we call it? 
And you should have seen Don Jr. Don Jr. tried. He, he was so mad we didn't let him have any of the cocaine. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to ask you, Mr. President, before we head to questions, this is the first <clears throat> episode in April. Daily Wire is saying that they will spend $100 million to challenge million dollars to challenge Disney's woke content. And they're going to put content, conservative content for children. It's great. What, what show do you know any of the shows that are in production for this? Oh, no. Well, I don't want to talk about that because what you should know is this is a great time to break some news. We are actually going, because of the success of Trisha, we are going to be launching. <laughs> Very Truth, emotional. Tr- well, it's a big, a big announcement. Truth Social Plus, a streaming service for families. You know, this is different than Netflix, which will be more adult content mm-hmm. featuring Ivanka. Uh, uh, Truth Social Plus is going to be conservative family content. So how about that? Conservative family content. Do you have any show ideas? Anything you've been spitballing around? Uh, we did well. We do. I don't know. Can, can you share? Give us a sneak preview about maybe one or two shows people to get excited about. Maybe the maybe you can do no, can, a okay. Well, this is this is who can sign up for the plus not soon. The, not the Patreon, but this is for our, our patriots who listen to the podcast. So I think I can share some of them. White Beauty and the Black Lives Matter Beast is uh, a movie that we have in post-production. So very excited about that. How about that? Okay. We have Aladdin, the cab driver, (laughs) who takes very nice white businessmen to work in the cab that he calls his magic cab ride. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's, it's positive. It shows strong white people going to work with jobs in the Trump economy. You want more? One more, if you if you'd share with us, because maybe people want to sound sign up for True Social Plus ASAP. That's uh, too many. It's too. You can't say ASAP right after Truth Social Plus. I think <laughs> ASAP is part of it. Okay. People want to sign up right away. Okay. Well, another obviously a very strong show is called. Putin in Charge, which will be a family show starring Scott Baio as Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and it'll be a very nice show. Uh, I mean, we have other shows. Uh, Putin in Charge. I want to see that so bad. We have Homosexual Improvement, which is uh, stars Tim Allen, great conservative com- uh, comedian. And it is a uh, he runs a conversion therapy camp for youth. Homosexual improvement. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> I mean, we have more. I don't know. You know, if, I don't know if you're ready for all the. Co- I mean, this is people. We're going to see people signing up for Truth Social Plus, like like nobody's business. I'm about to sign up, even though I haven't gotten to True Social yet. I'm going to go on the waiting list for this one, also. Oh, you, you really should. Uh, obviously, uh, we have Christian programming, you know, Mel Gibson is directing a limited series. 
called Jesus is White and Jews Start the Wars for Kids. <laughs> for kids. It's animated? No, it's not animated, but it's 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 like a fit, you know, it's it's sort of like a it's like a Disney, but not woke. You know, it'll star young people and very positive, very positive messages. Uh, and then obviously, I mean, then there's just a whole a whole roster. We have the Magalorian. You ever heard of the Sword in the Stone? Yeah, my son likes Wait. that movie. Oh well, your son might like the Swords and Roger Stone's wife. <laughs> also, some good kid content that we're putting out. Um. We have Coco Deported, <laughs> which is going to be a very you know about supporting our. Great Border Patrol people. So we're excited about that. You know, there's just a lot of, uh, we have a lot of, a lot of great content. Uh, great content. That's awesome. So we'll see what happens, but I think we have, we, we're very, we're very, uh, Hannah Montana and the Second Amendment is about a young girl who, who shoots intruders uh, in her Montana f- home. You know, good family content is what I'm saying. This is, it's definitely anti-woke. Well, Tiffany wants her own show, but we're saying no, thank you. (laughs) And Mr. President, we are going to answer, you are going to answer some questions from our listeners for the first episode of the month. Before we get to that, if you're enjoying this content and you want more content, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. If you join the highest level, you would get two episodes every single week. On average, there are movie reviews, bonus episodes, live Q and on every single month. Tons of new content. So check it out. It's patreon.com plus the movie reviews. The content is off the charts and I don't know what's wrong with these people. Give the Patreon a one month shot. One month. And they will, everybody who joins it is always like, sir, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard, sir. Uh, you join it for one month. I think you'll stick with it. But also, if you can't join it, if you're one of the many poor people, radical left poor people, five stars on Apple Tunes. That's right. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. There you go. So it's patreon.com slash MPGA. Now, Mr. President, our Ooh. first question will come from our patreon president alex iphone and this pre lots of questions came in by the way i want to give props to all the listeners tons from it's it's called engagement yes ton from instagram twitter few from facebook but still we had every platform we're going to read questions from tonight this is from do you have any questions from truth social well i couldn't go on because i'm not approved yet so i couldn't even check good save tech stuff (laughs) this is from alex iphone our patreon president and dr mr president reverend shaman esquire sir pete davidson recently backed out of a planned trip on the latest jeff bezos space flight did he view you as a threat with kim k while he was off planet what are your thoughts on this uh that's a good question um well Pete Davidson is not welcome at Mar-a-Lago because he's disrespected the great, the great criminal justice 
reform person, Kim Kardashian, and her great talented husband Kanye. So what Pete needs to know is I don't know, I don't know why why he wouldn't go to space. He's probably, you know, too lanky for space. They'll think he's an alien. But uh no, I already I already had criminal justice reform meetings <laughs> with Kim Kardashian. So I don't you know, he's already he's already lost that race. You know, he's lost the space race and he lost the race for Kim's face. So I don't know why he didn't, I, you know, I think he's just not the brightest. He's not the brightest guy, sort of low IQ individual. So I think that's why, you know, I don't, I don't blame him for not going up to space with, you know, Bezos. I wouldn't trust Bezos. In, would you trust Bezos in space? No. Uh, maybe married Bezos, but not newly single Bezos. Yeah, this guy with his, he's got like his own Kim Gargoyle. <laughs> He's a uh, super duper jacked now. He's he's a changed man. I don't know. Uh, not as jacked as me. No. Okay. Not as jacked. Thank you. Should have. Well, you should have said that. Super duper jacked now, but not as jacked as our president. These next questions, President, come from the gram, as the young kids call it. Where was that first question from? Was that a Facebook? That was Facebook. Okay. Just remember, we need truth social questions in May. <laughs> This is from at uh, Justy in view, Dr. Mr. President, your highness, Dr. Sir, you have always been very strongly and powerfully opposed to bird killing, cancer causing wind farms. How disappointed are you to lose your years long legal case against the radical left Scottish government to stop a wind farm being built in view of your golf course in Scotland and being forced to pay their 290 uh, 290,000 euro legal fees. You know, the Scottish people, they're very stupid. You know, my favorite Scottish person was Mel Gibson in Braveheart, and it was all downhill after that. But what they're going to learn is, you know, they wear their skirts. You know, the men wear skirts. They do. You know, very tough. Oh, they're so tough. We wear skirts. Well, what's going to happen is when they're playing on their bagpipes and walking around with their skirts, those windmills are going to start blowing and they're going to blow their skirts up and they're going to look like a bunch of fat, redheaded Marilyn Monroe's. Everybody's <laughs> going to see their Scottish peepees and they're all going to jump in the ocean out of embarrassment. And then they'll say, we should have listened to Mr. Trump, sir. He said we shouldn't have the wind farm or however they talk. You know, that stupid accent they have. It's like fake Irish. Uh, but no, they'll see. They'll see when the, when they become... Fat red-headed Marilyn Monroe's, and they're like, "Oh no!" That's that's a strong bagpipes in the bag, ocean. Bag, like bagpipes, and then I'll jump into the ocean and go bye bye. This one comes from the Graham. Also, it's uh, at Quality of Edge. Doctor, Sir, President, Sir, Esquire. Once you're elected to you your third, this respect tech stuff. Do you hear all this respect? Lots of respect. I don't read questions that don't have respect in them. Okay, point for tech stuff guy. Doctor, negative nine. <laughs> Doctor, Sir, President, Sir, Esquire. Once you're elected to your third presidential term in 2024, who would you pick for any openings on the Supreme Court? Oh, well, for the, I mean, Ivanka, 
obviously is going to be a strong oh you mean like to be on the i just thought you meant to like open her legs while sitting on the supreme court no no like oh like a lawyer justice yeah oh well judge janine piero from fox news would be an amazing supreme court judge okay uh I once saw a porn film where there was a lovely woman who was a lawyer in the movie, and she said, I need to see your legal briefs, and she won the case. She won the case, and I'd never seen sort of legal talent that much, so I would put that adult film star also as, uh, on my short list. And I think also you have to consider... Nope, that's it. Okay. Judge Janine Ju- and the porn star. Judge Joe Brown does not have a seat. Oh, well, it looks like we're already going to have a, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> this last question from the grand comes from Luke Luker Revolution. And it's dear Mr. President, sir, Dr. Esquire Shaman. What do you think of the news? Sleepy Joe Biden said that Vladimir Putin should be tried for war crimes. I think sleepy Joe should maybe start having dinner even earlier in the day and going to sleep even earlier. Yeah, maybe the four o'clock early bird dinner special is keeping him up late at night and he's not thinking clearly. Maybe he should just go to sleep, maybe forever. Because Vlad Putin is not a war criminal. He's a warrior. You see the difference, tech stuff? Mm-hmm. War criminal is a bad thing, I would agree. But he's a warrior. And I'm a warrior that we're losing our country because we oppose strong people like Vlad Putin and support weak people like sleepy... Josephine Biden. You know what his middle name is? Like Robinette. Robin <laughs> is already like a woman's name, and he's so weak. He was like, make, make my name even softer, Jack. <laughs> now, these next few questions come from Twitter. Uh, I think they won today. Lots of quality questions here. Still, Instagram, we appreciate all the questions. Same with Facebook, but Twitter came with fire. This is from, um, he, he, he gets a lot of questions on, uh, at Rob Shuttleworth. Mr. President, sir, most of us remember with great fondness, you strongly standing next to the giant Easter bunny at the White House Easter egg roll. Does Mar-a-Lago have a giant Easter bunny, or do you have your own strong giant mascot for the winter White House? Oh, we do. We have the Mar-a-Lago bunny, but it's sort of modeled after the Playboy bunny. And it's a very, a very beautiful, very adventurous 20-year-old community college student from Tampa. <laughs> Comes down every year to Mar-a-Lago to be our Easter bunny. And... It's always a fun thing when, when people say, all the kids gather around and they say, what's that? What's the gooey substance in her mouth, <laughs> sir? 
I go, oh, that's just a Cadbury egg. You know, the ins- that's just an inside of a many, many Cadbury eggs because she's a Mar-a-Lago Easter Bunny. And it's a, it's a very nice tradition. Family, very family-oriented. Next one comes from Zoe Beth C. Midas Mighty. Mr. President, sir, what do you think of Elon Musk buying a 9% stake in Twitter? Do you think it will compete with your very powerful and strong Truth Social? Oh, no. Twitter is, as you know, Twitter is a dying brand. Once they kicked me off, they basically collapsed. I don't even know anybody who uses Twitter anymore. So they basically have failed. Twitter's done. And, you know, Elon Musk, he's a, we respect him. He's a risk taker. Now, he should have invested uh, millions of dollars in Truth Social. But, uh, you know, he'll learn. He'll learn. And, and as you know, I respect business people who take chances. You know, he's had very, he's had a lot of success and some failures, but that's okay. Uh, but I think he's betting the wrong horse because I don't, do you even use Twitter? I don't think any, ever since I left Twitter, it's like, I don't even see tweets. It's almost like there's no, you know, once, once I couldn't use Twitter, I open up my phone. I don't see anybody on Twitter. So obviously Truth Social is where it's at, is, is the future of social media. And we strongly support Truth Social. And I think Elon Musk is stupid for not using Truth Social. But he'll learn that social media is going to be dominated by Truth Social and that Twitter is not nearly as strong as Truth Social. Two more questions left, Mr. President. And this comes from, uh, he, he has lots of good questions every month. This is uh, at DJ McConnell. Mr. President, sir, have you started to think about nicknames for your 2024 primary competitors? In 2016, you had the very powerful Little Marco, Lion Ted, and Low Energy Jeb. What can we expect for Chris Christie, Larry Hogan, etc.? cetera? Uh, cardi- cardiac Chris Christie. Cardiac Chris Christie, I like that. Lardass Larry Hogan. And who is the other one? He said, etc. He, he didn't name any others. Uh, low energy, etc. Because <laughs> nobody even knows who you are, etc. <laughs> it was Carmen Electra, I'd say. Okay, well, hot, how about hot first lady Carmen Electra? But etc. is nobody even knows who the hell etc. is. Uh, but obviously, Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, we're not going to be politically correct. Retarded Ron. <laughs> dumb Santis. I like uh, Dumb or, Santis. Or Santis Closed, you know, instead of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Santis Closed, because he's going to have to close his campaign. Uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, Nikki Haley. Indian lady that should scare off most of my most of my uh, most Republicans if I just call her Indian lady. Uh, Wokahantis. What if I call her Wokahantis? I like that one. Even though it's, even though it's the wrong Indian, I, I think my supporters know the difference. Some good nicknames. Who else is going to run against me? What other stupid people are going to run against me? I think that's it. We have one last question here, and it, it kind of ties in. We, we spoke about this on on the Patreon episode with uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock, and um, you have to join Patreon to hear that. But this question comes to you from 
Parody Island. Dear Mr. President for life, sir, if you found yourself sitting at the front row of a Sleepy Joe press conference and he made an inappropriate comment about Ivanka's breasts as a strong father, how would you respond? Well, I would do two things because unlike Radical Will Smith, I wouldn't make it all about me. What I would say is first, if Ivanka's sitting next to me, I would, as a father, rip open her shirt, (laughs) unclasp her bra, and caress both breasts and kiss both nipples so that I make sure that she feels protected and loved first. It's called being a father. Okay. Then after five to 10 minutes of powerful and tender fathering, (laughs) I would get up and slap Joe Biden into the grave. And, And on top of that grave, I would lay Ivanka there and gently caress her on Sleepy Joe's grave so that she knows that I love her as a father more than anything and that I took revenge and made her feel safe. Well said. Mr. President, thank you for always what a powerful and touching way to end the podcast i i know i saved that question for the end i i um it was it was perfect response and uh thank you to all the listeners who tweeted and sent over instagram and facebook their questions we do it every single month the first episode of the month thank you to betonline.ag and of course If you want more content and how can you not want more content of our president, go to patreon.com slash MPGA. And if you haven't yet, please rent my special on Amazon or YouTube or Vimeo or video on demand. It's called something from nothing. Check it out. I appreciate everyone who has watched it already and the nice comments you have sent me. And uh, now, Mr. President, the floor is yours. Uh, thank you, Tech Stuff. Thank you, listeners. Hey, everybody. It's JL. How are you? Good, good. Um, eh, a bunch of stuff to promote. Just check out my social media because I'm, I'm raising money this month for Hope for Haiti again. Um, so if you just, it's in my Instagram bio, it's in my tweets. I think I shared it on Facebook as well. But it's a very good cause. All all money raised is going to, uh, you know, basically rebuild after the 2021 earthquake. Um, You guys were very generous last year and and some fans have already uh, donated. So uh, very much appreciate that. I'll be sending out individual thank yous, but I do appreciate already the the kind response. Um, Oh, and also a new episode of Righteous PK podcast. So uh, there's also a link to donate to hope for Haiti in uh, like my donation link is in the show notes of righteous PK this week. On top of that, um, I will be in Buffalo, April 26th. I will be in Washington, DC, April 29th, Culpeper, Virginia, April 30th. 
recording my special 2.0 on May 14th and then in Boston City Winery July 15th. So hoping to add more shows, uh, but that's what I've got on the calendar so far. Uh, ticket links for DC and Culpepper will be up uh, very soon. Um, obviously very soon because the shows are at the end of the month. Um, besides that, you know, it's my birthday month. So, uh, support the show, support me, support hope for Haiti, do all three. If you can, uh, if you can't do all three, I guess support hope for Haiti first. Um, although technically I'm half Haitian, so you'd be supporting some Haiti if you give me money. But, uh, (laughs) the point is guys, we appreciate your support, your great fans, your loyal fans. So thank you for any and all support you do, even if it's just giving us five stars on iTunes, which you should, if you haven't, for Christ's sake. So have a good week. Thanks as always. And God help us all.